All right, we begin a new week with a new subject. We finally move on from the heretics. They've had their turn on the stage. Today we're going to be talking about a very interesting topic, the appropriate reaction when wicked people die. Because there's an argument to be made based on the Torah that that's cause for rejoicing. Evil has been eradicated from the world. And there's an argument to be made from the Torah that we should be very uh, restrained in our reaction to the death of evil people. So which one should carry the day? How do we react? So here we go. So the Mishnah that we are still uh, expounding, Mishnah ended with, was, if you remember, it was discussing how the, how the court would um, try to sort of intimidate or, or make the witnesses be a little bit shaken up before they give testimony by, by telling them how serious it is to give false testimony and the consequences for lying in court, perjury. And so after, after all that, you might say the witnesses would, would react and say, if it's that risky, if the stakes are that high, what do I need this problem? What do I need this headache for? I won't testify. I have something to tell you. But you made it so uh, dramatic, you know, you've raised the stakes, you, you, you've intimidated you. You know what, I'm going home. So when the Mishnah said you can't do that because you have an obligation to testify about the truth that you know. Then you might say, well, why do I need to get involved in incriminating someone, some other person that might lead to his death if he's liable for capital punishment? Why do I need to get involved in that? So the Mishnah, the Mishnah ended up by quoting the verse which we're going to quote again now, um, the verse that says, When the wicked perish, there is joy. It's a verse from the book of Mishle, the book of Proverbs. So the Mishnah said, if, if there's joy when the wicked perish, that means basically that if you're going to incriminate someone and have that lead to his death through capital punishment, you have nothing to worry about. You're not going to be held liable because it was justice, not, not murder. It's justice. And so therefore, don't, don't shy away from giving testimony if what you say is true. That was the Mishnah. The Gemara is now um, turning its attention to that section of the Mishnah. We're going to expound a little bit. So, one of the kings of uh, the Jewish people, who was not one of our greatest heroes, we had a number of kings that we're not very proud of in our history. One of them was King Ahav. He's a wicked king. And so it says in the Torah, in the book of Kings, in Tanakh, that when Ahav died, the joyous proclamation, the joyous news spread throughout the camp. What is, what is the joyous proclamation? What, what would Some sort of definitive, specific proclamation that was somehow known ahead of time. So Rav Acha said that this verse that when the wicked perish, there's joy, was a, was a foretelling of the eventual death of Ahav, that when he would die, there would be joy. The joyous occasion. Such a wicked king is gone. Now we have a chance to clean up the government, clean up the corruption, and restore things to the way they're supposed to be. Um, <clears throat> so when he was killed, everyone was happy. Now the Gemara says, wait a second. It's not so simple. This joy at the death of the wicked... Is a, is a delicate issue. Is it true that God is happy 
when the wicked die. We, it, we have we have some evidence that Hashem is not rejoicing when wicked people die, because we have another verse, the Book of Chronicles. It says, as they go out before the army and they say, "Give thanks to Hashem for His kindness endures forever." What does that mean? Amr Rabbi Yonason comments on that verse. Um, normally, the typical expression of praise is Hashem give thanks to Hashem for He is good. for His kindness endures forever. Over here, it's missing those two words. Hashem is missing. Why is it missing? So it's sort of an incomplete expression of praise to Hashem. Why? The reason is. Because Hashem is, does not rejoice at the downfall or the death of the wicked. So because the context there in the book of Chronicles was um, was that King Yehoshaphat was saying this when he went out to battle. And he was thanking God for delivering his enemies into his hands. In other words, for being able to kill his enemies. So you, it, The context is you killed someone. Okay, it was the better of the, the, the better of two evils, let's say. It was a necessary thing and so on. But at the end of the day, someone had to be killed. So it's not a time for the full, you know, the full throat, full, full throttle praise of Hashem. There has to be a, a, a restraint on the praise of Hashem in such a case. Because it involved death, even of someone who was wicked and deserving of death. And so that's one indication already that... You know that Hashem does not uh, dance and sing, so to speak, when the wicked die. Another one, the Amr Rab Shmuel Bar Nachman, Amr Rab Yainasan, Rab Shmuel Bar Nachman said in the name of Rab Yainasan, "My dechsev." What is the meaning of the of the verse? Lekar of Zeh The verse that speaks about the events surrounding the splitting of the sea. Yeah, the, the Egyptians, as the as the Jews were camped out, um, waiting to cross. They didn't know how they were going to cross the ocean, the Red Sea, but they were camped out at the shore of the sea. Um, and the Egyptians were chase, chasing them, but they were held back by the cloud, by the angel. They were not allowed to uh, engage the Jewish people. So what's going on? So Yonason explained, At that time, as the, the miracle of the Red Sea, of the splitting of the sea unfolded, and the sea split, and the Jews are walking through, and the Egyptians are starting to drown. At that moment, the angels in heaven wanted to sing a song to praise Hashem for the miracle. Right? Which is what they do. They praise, they sing Hashem's praises, like we talk about in the morning prayers. So Hashem responds to the angels, and He said, My handwork is drowning in the sea. The creatures that I have created, my hands, Humans are drowning. You want to sing a song of praise to me? You think this is some kind of great celebration? This is a disaster. My creatures are drowning. Nothing to sing about. Sit down. So, now we're confused. What do we do? We have a verse that says, when the wicked perish, there's joy. We have all these teachings here, based on verses in the Torah, that seem to indicate restraint is in order. Not full-throated joy. 
So, so what's the story? So as a, as, as a solution to this paradox, Rabbi Yezib Bachanina said, Hashem does not rejoice, but he, he causes other people to rejoice. <coughs> and it's legitimate. In other words, Hashem being Hashem, Hashem has a stake in, in everyone, so to speak. Hashem is the God of all people. He's the God of, of the wicked. He's the father of the wicked as well as the righteous. So from Hashem's perspective, it's not a happy day if the wicked have to die. There's something, you know, sort of, so to speak, tugging at his heartstrings. Whereas for, for the people who are, you know, do or die, either my enemy dies or I die, um, that's okay for them to rejoice. De Kanami, we also see this indicated by a verse, Dechsev Yasis, he will cause others to rejoice. Dechsev Yasus, it doesn't say, he rejoices. And what's the context there is, talking, the Torah is talking about how Hashem will punish the Jewish people, causing the enemies of the Jewish people to rejoice. So again, over there, it's that Hashem causes those people to rejoice because their enemy, the Jewish people, have been weakened, but Hashem himself will not be rejoicing. So we see from here that this is the proper attitude, that um, Hashem does not rejoice. Hashem has a, a stake in every human being. And, um, but at the same time, for a person who is under the threat of annihilation or any sort of harm by a wicked person, and then that wicked person dies or is some other way weakened and down, has the downfall, it's, uh, it's legitimate to rejoice for, for that salvation, for the fact that now you know, the evil power has been either eliminated or weakened, and it's okay to be happy about that. Okay, we'll stop here. Join us tomorrow for more of the same.